This podcast is brought to you by Convo Cloth, the official clothing apparel of the NBC podcast. For the latest apparel, please go to www.nothingbutconvos.com. Now, let's get into the latest episode of the NBC podcast with your boy, S. McCann. Good people. It's the NBC podcast with your boy S. McCann. This is episode 10 Racism and COVID. And I do have a special guest, JJ, my boy, my brother. He's from the West Coast. He also goes by the name J.O. Robo. In this episode, we talk about everything. The COVID situation, racism, the wildfires on the West, and generational wealth. So sit back, relax, tune in. You know how we get down. Yeah. What's good, people? This is episode 10, Racism and COVID, with my brother, my boy, JJ. He's on the West Coast. What's good, my boy? Hey, man. Pleasure, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate that. Yeah, so me and JJ, we go way back in college, Camden County College. You know what I'm saying? We used to get it in, <laughs> play ball, do everything. Applebee's, Applebee's. driving around. <laughs> yeah, it, it was that thing. It was that deal. You know what I'm saying? 18, That's 19 fun. years old, just man. out there getting it. Having fun. Uh, you know, driving around, seeing the city, making the city work for us, and then just working hard. So, so what's the climate out there in um, Portland, Oregon, bro? Oh man, the climate. You know, we have this whole West Coast fire situation occurring right now. That's pretty crazy. Um, but the breathing circumstances are, are are not good. The air quality is pretty down. Like it, it, it basically they put out a um, a state advisory from the west, from the uh, the coastal area out towards the inner city, which is like the Multnomah County area, where basically you have to wear not just your COVID mask, but like, a, but like an N95, like extra filter mask, because the air is just so dense right now. It's like it's like one big old Newport right now. Just you're wearing a big Newport. Damn. So you windows shut and everything. You can't really open your windows up. They prefer you to leave your windows shut and use your fan inside the house. So it's kind of like that shower heat. It's like a shower humidity excuse me, uh, that you have in your house because you can't really open your doors or go outside because you smell the smoke. So Damn. what's the temperature out there in, in Portland? Uh, we, we're doing, it's about, it's 66 right now. Okay. Um, you know, it's a three-hour difference, so it's six right now. Um, it, was about, it was about 71 today, but yeah. it, it kind of just keep you can kind of feel that with that, that smoke and smog. Yeah. It just kind of settles. It settles lower at this point. So what do you think these fires are from? What do you think did these fires? Mm. <laughs> are you asking what I think? Or do you, you want to hear my full-on theory about like how the fires work out? No, nah, I, I want to know, like, what, what do you think deep down <laughs> inside? How did these fires kick off? What's crazy is that there was a, there was multiple things, um, I guess in the back of my mind that I think about one was kind of crazy because he had a, 
it was a rally um, towards like Oregon City. Um, it was like a pro rally. Um, you know, there's been a couple of them going on. You know, Texas had one where they did the parade to the boats. Um, I believe Ohio had had a rally, um, and Oregon City had one. And it was a, a group of individuals coming back, uh, like you know, they were pro uh, pro Trump basically, and they yeah. were saying we're ready to bring this back. We want to let's take our our uh, our state back basically, and they they incorporated you know loving God into it and they, they incorporated uh, you know this is you know God's crying and if you know if you want to save our state save our country you're going to vote and reelect. and I was like oh interesting interesting and soon as soon as that that uh, rallies happened later on that night the fires occurred mm. like like legitimately like I was like oh well the irony of that is pretty funny but it's like it's sad at the same time and then we, we, we started hearing um, it was this group, you know, with Antifa. It was some um, Black Lives Matter. You know, they had these whole different approaches of who were out, who who could be started these fires. But then they were saying there were these cars driving around with Texas license plates or out-of-state license plates. They were driving the side of the road, throwing, like, gasoline out there, and somebody was lighting them. Mm. And so, like, they were starting these small fires. And then you have people who are actually out there and saying, like, no, uh, you know, I've been fighting wildfires for years. Um, it's because of the power lines. That's what they say. So they hmm. said, if you want to stop wildfires, you put the power lines underground as opposed to having them above the tree. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you have all these, you have all these different, you know, conspiracy theories, you know, even though I hate using that phrase because that's, that's not even issued from our thoughts. That's just something they want to tell us to, to call it. Um, but they give us so many different views and so many uh, avenues of what it could be, what it what's possible, what it isn't possible. And, you know, there was even that laser beam, uh, what are you saying, the lasers that they, they have going off, the uh, the direct energy weapons they were talking about? Yeah. They were saying that specifically, that there could be that on the West Coast where specific areas are hit by these beams. And I was like, okay, you could sit here and say, you know, it could just be climate. Like stuff is burning now. Like this mm-hmm. is it's getting worse. Like stuff is just going right down. And and to me, it's all about control, controlling Absolutely. the people. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Just like with this mm-hmm. COVID, this COVID-19 is just trying to control the people. And when the people yeah. are like, man, I'm good or I'm tired of staying in the house. We need to get out and everything else. They always, mm-hmm. it seems like they're pulling something else out of their hat. You know what I'm saying? To do. Even out here on the coast, you're pushing everything in. So yep. you're making everybody that was at the coast, you're, you're pushing into the city. You're pushing mm-hmm. everything back into the city. People have now, they have to stay in the house. Yeah. People have to wear a mask. Like You have to do that now because of the air conditions. So even if COVID, like I said, we, we, well, just to, just to piggyback off what you were saying, mm-hmm. even when COVID was in place, people were out here still going to parks. They were out here barbecuing, playing kickball. I've seen people play flag. Like So if the scarcity of the idea and the way it looks on, on TV was that oh it it was it wasn't that big yeah but the numbers and everything showing up everything is sliding inside so if you have these you're you have to wear this stuff now like you have to like places yeah. are actually shut down and there's actually like a um, um a timing like you have like you can't go back out like there's like yep. 
a curfew. It's basically a curfew but implemented without one even thing implementing on people. That me and you talked about about mm-hmm. um when you call when you called me and I was like, yo, how you doing out there, you know, with the mm-hmm. COVID situation. One thing you said, you said it ain't even that bad in Portland. It, it was straight. Like y'all it was out and about. It wasn't even crazy. And that's the thing where it seems like the powers that be mm-hmm. is trying to shut states down that wasn't high, you know, um, the COVID activity wasn't high in those states. So now right. you see what they're trying to push. I'm not saying they're trying to push, but what's happening now with the fires and everything where they pushing everybody inside and you got to mm-hmm. come back to the city and you're not on the coast where mm-hmm. now you got to go inside. Like those people mm-hmm. on the coast, they was living. It wasn't, it wasn't nothing for them. Like they outside, nope. they were doing everything, but now yep. it's crazy, man. And, and sometimes people are blind to the fact that this is what happens. The, the United States is one country that's built on control, controlling mm-hmm. the people with everything they hide information they do all of this stuff so they can control the people and that's it yeah yeah. and and i think a a lot of that a lot of that stems from just just how the loophole and systems actually work yeah whether it be whether it be the hospitals they're really not trying to cure you you're Mm -hmm. just here until you know your time is up but we'll just give you prescriptions for this give you a prescription for that education is the same way they have a pipeline that sets you up like you know what we're going to put you here and if you're if you fit this credentials if you look this way like it's called it's called like they have like the pale data set like that's a thing that's actually a thing so to have these type of formats of saying if you fit this credential or you fit this area we're going to put you here if you don't fall in here then this is your pipeline and it's you're not it we're not go ahead no it's you know school was never really meant for you just to you know to to own your own business. It was to teach you it, but it wasn't meant for no. you to own it. And the fact that people are owning certain things, mm-hmm. they're like, okay, we need to take that because you're getting more singular. You're getting more power to take away from. We want everybody to work inside a corporation that's yeah. already established. And that's, that's what already paying. When we, when I started Camden County college, when you mm-hmm. went to business classes and you're doing business, it was never for you to run your own business it was right. always to work for a corporation, get the mm-hmm. knowledge mm-hmm. for school to give it to a corporation. It wasn't never, you know, to get this knowledge and work for yourself and use this knowledge right. for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Right. And back then it was nothing like the internet, right? It was the internet right. was there. Don't get me wrong. The internet was there, but it wasn't like it is today where you can Google everything. Right. You can do research and there's a lot of research on um, the Internet now where you can take that research and you can do a lot of things. This is YouTube. It's all of this stuff where people are teaching you other things where you can watch a YouTube video and someone can teach you about anything you need to know. Racism, COVID, you know, what I'm saying black history, all of this stuff. You know, what I'm saying people are on there, you know, um, doing sermons and everything else like it's more access people have more access now when we grew up it wasn't no access to all of this stuff you know what i'm saying we we getting taught in school from old curriculum that was passed down from years it wasn't nothing new 
these books that they they were pushing back in the day, they just updated the book. It's the same book. It's just a different right. cover. Right. <laughs> like, yo, right. I used to get the, yeah. the the same version. It was like version uh three, but they was at version eight. And the teacher was like, oh, you can just get three because it's the same book. Like they push all of this stuff, man. And it's crazy. It's so and crazy. Changed, and, I, and I said, the, only, the thing that's funny about, like, I, I don't know if you heard of the news out here when they were, were tearing down statues. I don't know if you heard about that, but Oregon had a, had a thing where um, all the all the schools that were named after slave owners, like you know, mm-hmm. Thomas Jefferson, um, Theodore Roosevelt, things of that nature, they were starting to tear the statues down from the schools because the schools were the institution, <laughs> funny, yeah. were, were in the inner city. So the kids were going out there and wrapping them up and start, you know, doing what everybody else was doing in the world where they were tearing the statues down. And I, never, I thought about that. One. I never got that, but though. I know. Then that's, that's what I'm saying. The funny, thing, the funny thing about that is, like, if you tear that down, you just, then you, you just, only thing you do is you, you make, you take away the vision, the, the visual of it. Yep. It does not change like, the narrative. Nothing changed the narrative, man. Nothing, it doesn't, and that's the, and that's where it's, if it's the book changes, if the words change in the book, and like you said, that version there, the next version where we're at, where it's 20, we're in a version 20. If we go to version 21, the narrative has to change. Has to. The action, the actual identity of the individuals needs to be, it needs to be put into words that the kids can understand this guy did not do that he did rob and steal and they oh. did do this thing you know they did rape and they, all these things did occur as opposed to just taking it away because what, what happens when you put something you know you take a visual away it doesn't mean it goes away it's just you're oblivious to the obvious now. yep and that's but this that's the country man like yeah. like yeah. And, and i'm not saying that everyone is like that right right but right. at the same time people still have to understand and look at it a different way. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I can't get mad at someone that was um, raised that way. You know what I'm saying? They right. only know one way. You can't get mad at that. That's all right. they know. But at the same time, it takes that person to understand another way. Mm-hmm. You can't be stuck in your ways. You will never grow. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and, and, and it just pains me to see our people just stuck in the same way you know you know what pains me to see about that and i definitely agree i had a conversation with a girl yesterday and she said well it's not my job to teach them and i said you can't i said mm. and this is also another system i said yeah. the reality of that is that i said as much as it's not your job you feel it's not your job to teach them think about anything you've ever learned if it wasn't if that were the case then it wasn't their job to teach you how to drive your parents yeah. teach you how to drive it wasn't their job to show you how to do math. Like you, you have to look at the simplicity of what you're asking, mm-hmm. and then how, and then how asinine it is for you to say it's not my job to teach somebody. Well, mm-hmm. you were a rookie at some point. You were, you didn't come in here a vet. Yeah. And if and in creating that, it's not my job. And we saw how that ended up in Spider Man. It wasn't his job, and he lost his granddad. Yeah. Because he let you know it's not it's not my problem. It is your problem. It's just as much as your problem as it is there. Because it's why everyone's we're still here. problem. It's everyone's <laughs> problem. And and my thing is if everyone works together on Ooh. this stuff, can we move yo, we will move some shit. I'm talking about yeah. everybody. I'm talking yeah. about Chinese, black, right. Right. white, Mexican, right. everybody. If they all if we all came together and no one had no ego. No one looked right. at someone as, oh, you're black, you're white, you're Mexican or whatever. If everybody right. looked at 
people as people, as human beings. You know what I'm saying? Do do people understand the history of the United States, how they treated us, man? They treated us like the scum of the earth that all we were good at was to build and farm and slave, man. Like, that's crazy to just think that a person just like you, because of their skin color, that's all they're worth. They're not worth nothing else, man. Come on, man. Three-fifths of a human. The funny thing, you know, what's crazy about that is, is, is saying that it's it's looking at it's just it's looking at it as a whole you know bringing everybody together putting everybody together as it would be great and and this is my this is my my, my complete honesty with that mm-hmm. the only there's only a, there's only very there's very few groups of individuals uh, ethnicity wise that I I see actually coming together and having camaraderie and just yeah. saying like look we're this and if you and and not even looking at it um, just openly. Um, I was having a um, I was having a conversation with one of my coworkers. He was like, "The system inside of a system is like a jail. When you're inside jail, you are black, you are white, and you are Hispanic." And he's like, "The Hispanics stay together no matter where they're from. Yeah, no matter what it is, and they work out and they stay together." He said, "Now they get militant because they have to focus on. It's not about you. I don't care where you're from or whatever." We are Hispanic at the end of the day. If if every other generation or every other culture looks at certain things like that, then we could possibly build. Yeah. Because you have you you one have you one now say I'm not fighting for this. I'm not fighting. It's not a blue. It's not a green. It's not a red. It's not you know we're just we're identifying as a specific. So now we're going to come together as a specific. Like look, I know you're Hispanic and I'm black, but let's talk about this. Okay, cool. You know what I mean? Like you you merge. You get a merger of something, but. There's so much, there's so many loose ends now where it's like, well, I'm not, I'm not black, I'm light skinned or I'm dark, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm dark skinned or I'm, but, I'm from, I'm, I'm African American, you're mm. African. And it's like, you know, there's, there's that. Well, I'm, I'm different than you. At the end of the day, no, it really is. It's, it's not, it's not that, it's not that complex, but that's part of the loophole in all systems though. If we can keep creating more loopholes in a system, what do you identify as? What are you? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what, it, where, where are you really from? I'm over here in Portland. You know, you're out there in Jersey, 3,000 miles away. We still have the same identity as like who we are, yeah. who you are to me, who I am to you. And it's not, it's not, well, he's, he's different than me or I'm different than him. It's like, no, we can come to, we can always agree to disagree on things. However, we still know at the end of the day, you are my brother. Yeah. And I can, I can say that. And, yeah, you my brother, straight up and down. It ain't no, you know, turning back, looking back. We've been in the battles. We've been through a lot of stuff together. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Calling late nights and Absolutely. and going through everything. Like still, you was on the on the West Coast. I was on the East Coast. Even when you lived here, you know what I'm saying? We was moving, moving and grooving. But what what people need to understand is us as humans we are all the same my my skin is just dark just because of where my ancestors lived at you know what i'm saying like we closer to the equator that's why we're dark you know what i'm saying <laughs> like when people uh, you know other race you know living in you know um italy or london or whatever is up there they just was further from the equator that's why their skin is lighter mm. It's all about regions, man. That's that's what it's all about. 
Like if if you right. just if they just look at the history of the the human, how how the human came and where they came from. They came from Africa. It's a known fact. It's on YouTube. I watched it right. on YouTube. No. They came from Africa, and they said that I forgot what the 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 name of um the tribe was, but they said that they looked like they were Asian. The tribe. Mm. And they had chinky eyes and everything else. So that's why most of, you know, um, the Asian countries in, in China or whatever, mm-hmm. they identify with Africa as their ally so much because they know that's where they came from. Mm-hmm. And that's why Akon got a, a billion dollar credit line from China. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. Like, yo, when you get down to it and you see all of this stuff from the back, the back end is crazy. And even Akon, um, he was on Vlad TV and he was just breaking it down saying that Africans is not even mad about slavery anymore. They passed right. that. They over that. It happened. They took, yes, they took them out of the tribes and everything else. But he said that one thing about that was the other tribes that was beefing with the other tribes they gave them up like they was right. working with with the slave owners and, and throwing them under the bus like it's crazy right. your own people did that it, it wasn't yeah. like oh they just came into africa and they stole you nah right. <laughs> your own people gave you up and and took you out of there man like it's crazy when you when when you sit down and look at that and he was just like the concentration camps there is still there like it's crazy like it's on the coast of i forgot what he said country in um, Africa or whatever or city in Africa but he broke it down and was like everything is still there and you can mm-hmm. go there and visit and see you know where the ships came and took them away and everything else like it's still there it, and you know you know what's funny is that that that's a that's a big thing still I still think people not just turning on somebody or or trying to get ahead or crabs in the barrel or feeling like they're closer I think about you know starting back then you talk, if you're talking that far back for people going into the other villages and showing other slave masters or other people where where these individuals are, then you are, then you come, you bring them to America, you, or you separate them again by teaching them. You know, if you're closer to fair skin, if you're closer to white, they put you in house, so you yeah. banquet. You know what I'm saying? And you, so you put them and dress them up, make them look nice because they were closer to white, and leave anybody with a darker skin outside doing, you know, picking. Yeah. So that animosity right there, it was all was already a thing. That becomes a thing. So looking at Working in hospitality, working in hotels, doing banquet service, you see, you can kind of see remnants of it even now. Like yeah. that whole I, that whole ideal of it, even working and watching people look at you like, here's my plate, here, take it. You know, they don't even look at you type of stuff. And and it's that's interesting in itself. And you fast forward what to the 1960s, we're only 60 years yeah. removed from that, and that's 2020. So like we're going, it it took us this far just to get here and this isn't even that's what it took just to get to this moment here and you're seeing all this occur during this moment here that's you know, that's yes it's a, it's a big jump but it's not it's not a big jump because not. they always knew knew and they they know they say mm-hmm. oh let's shine this little you know gold toy in front of them you know right. and say oh we're going to do this or we're going to give them this or we're going to give them that and then Everything goes away. Yeah. That's what it is. Cause, right. cause they they make it money based or right. a material based. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like 
Like, okay, mm-hmm. if I don't go to Gucci and get the latest Gucci, or if I don't get this gold chain and not and I develop or I invest in land in the United States, you know what I'm saying? That's that's what it is. It's land. Land is worth more than anything you have, man. Right. A chain, right. a car, or whatever. Because if you owned all this land, you can tax somebody to stay on your land. You right. can somebody has to pay rent on your land. They have to pay you to build on your land. Like it's so much stuff. You can farm on your land. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's so right. much stuff that you can do, right? But people don't mm-hmm. think like that. You know what I'm saying? And we're gonna get into, you know, the reparations part and everything else, you know, through this pod. But I just had to say that, like, yeah, they 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 throw this shiny thing in front of you and everyone jumps at it. And then oh, all this stuff goes away. But then when something else happens, then you know, it comes back up again and everybody wants to fight. For something, but they don't even know what they fighting for. What right. you fighting for? Did, 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 did you write down what you want? Fighting for the materialistic things, and yeah. that's and that's what and that's what. As long as you're as long as you're given something so small, and like like I said, whether it be considered hood rich or just you know something that is uh, a staple of I've made it out of the situation, and it's like, but they don't understand. Like it's not even about that money there. It's the wealth that you can accumulate yeah. over that. Being being rich is cool. I yeah, I get it. Yeah, being rich can lead to wealthy. Being rich can change your life. But if you're just looking to get rich, then that's you know, there's there's fifteen minutes of things that happen every day. And now every you know day. you got your every day. There's a there's a site, there's a you can get a hundred subscribers on YouTube, fans, whatever your situation is, like that's how you get rich. It's not how you become wealthy. You yeah. can it's on a form it's a form of wealth, yes. Yeah. But making like you said, like like how it's like monopoly. If I own park if I own the board, if I own Park Place and Boardwalk, and you know what I'm saying, then I get like Connecticut Ave and all that over there, or or even if I get Boardwalk and, and, and Park Place and all the railroads. And somebody lands on any of those because I already got hotels on them and, and, and houses on them. That's crazy. It's a lot. Yo, bro, <laughs> that's the best game ever made for business. Just to just yeah. to have your 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 brain thinking. Like, come on, man. A, a game right. of monopoly, right? right? If you play it right, right. you can have land, put man. hotels on it. And you getting houses. like come on houses getting paid right. like come on man and the game of monopoly is being is being played right now by these big Actually. corporations man that's what they yeah. playing yeah. they playing monopoly what are you guys yeah. doing you paying right. them to live right. on their land like come on mm-hmm. man like people don't think tax. like that man you got to nope. get something tax that taxing you in everything double taxing you. Like you have to get something or work towards something that you want to build or you want mm-hmm. to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It might be, a, you know, a little conversation. It could be anything, man. But you have to, you have to have some type of self worth. You know what I'm saying? That that you're doing something that's worthy of yourself. Right. You got to reflect inside of yourself. If this is something that I want to do, is this something that I need to do? And it makes me happy. A lot of people right. are doing stuff for other people, man. Oh, on the gram doing this or on this doing that. That shit ain't making you happy. Or you showing other people, oh, yeah, this is why I'm happy of that material stuff. That shit go away, right. man. I'm trying to build wealth. I'm, I'm trying to build generation wealth, man. 
know what I'm saying? Right. Where, yeah, we bought a house, we got our land or whatever, but now my daughter can always come back to something. You know what I'm saying? Right. She can come back a to roof. something. She have a roof. If she goes mm -hmm. out in the world and don't make it her first time around, she always have something to lean back on, to come back to. And a lot of us never had that. Right. <laughs> a lot of us ain't have, oh, you know, I'm going to put, you know, my son or my daughter or whatever in the best situation possible. We never got yeah, that. You know what I'm saying? Right. We had to we had to grind and, and, and do this and do that. Nobody wants to struggle out here. But the system makes you struggle. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? The system right. makes you do that. But un people don't understand that. They think that, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to get rich and everything else. Getting rich is, is one half. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and that, yeah. Holding and that, it, it, holding that is, is another one. Like you, you, you can get rich, but can you stay rich? You can get yeah. wealthy, but can you stay wealthy? Can you make, you know, adjustments in your life where, oh, this happens. Oh, I got money saved up or, oh, this happens. I still have a job in this situation. You know what I'm saying? Like some people mm -hmm. lost their job during this COVID joint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it right. just go back where it wasn't up to them. But could they get another job in another, you know, industry where, damn, I should have took that that gig because that gig, you know what I'm saying, it's still moving. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And it's, it's a lot of hustlers during this COVID that's moving and grooving and they right. getting it. You know what I'm saying? But some people, you know, they, they depended on that that stimulus. Yeah. I, and, the, and, the, and the funny thing, that, and that stimulus is crazy because. It, it's just how it's just how it panned out. A lot of big businesses got bailed out. They had their money again. That would be it was helping big businesses and, and, yep. and people. People think people think. Oh, I should excuse me. I should say even in even that big business that people think certain businesses aren't big. I, I mean, aren't big businesses like a small business is a hotel. Yeah. That, so hearing the word hearing the word big business is anything over five hundred like thousand employees basically like it's it's something in the, in the upwards of that. If you have over it's like five hundred employees. No, excuse me, it's five hundred employees in a building. Yeah. So anything over anything over five hundred employees in that building is considered a big boom. It is considered a big business. Yeah. So if you're five hundred and down, which most which most corporations are that people don't think about, IKEA doesn't have five hundred people right now in it. Mm. Because you think about all the IKEA. Like they're not every one of them would have to have that larger number. Yeah. You're taking hotels. Hotels are the same way. So you're talking about like the, the Hiltons, the, the uh, you know, the, the Sheridans. Like you, you think about these hotels, they they're considered a small business. Yeah. So that money and where they that money and how they, they get those loans and those packages and on that roof, Chris was getting that money too. Yeah. So players are like, wait, these are big name businesses, but they're considered small. And they, that's why when that money came out first, they were able to get it outside of that. They give us a stimulus check of 1200. I mean, 1200, what divided by 30 is 40. <laughs> so he just gave yeah. everybody the 40 bucks. Yeah. He just gave, it's, it's, basically he gave it's crazy because the, Salad works that I go to. I'm cool with the owner. I say what's up to him. You know, we talk all the time and everything else. And I was still going there during the COVID. And um, I was going there like when when COVID hit, I was wearing a mask soon as it hit. Like I'm not beat. I'm gonna put a mask on. And when they were saying, Oh, you don't need a mask, nah. I'm I'm still putting this on. And so I was going in there talking to him and he was just like, Yo, I gotta jump through hoops to get this you know um this bailout for businesses he said i went up there with everything they told i, I talked to him on the phone 
on, you know, what to do and how to do it. He said, no one helped me on the phone. He said, I had to look it up on the internet, print everything out, take that up there to the bank. And he said, as soon as he got to the bank, they told him he ain't had the right stuff. And they sent them away. And he was like, what are you talking about? He said, man, it took him so long to get that bailout money where it shouldn't have been like that. And he just right. one small business owner of a, right. you know, of a, a salad works where he probably only had like 10 to 15 workers. You right. know what I'm saying? Like he's still moving and grooving, but you know, salad works is a, you know, a, a franchise, a big franchise where people going to sure. work that salad or whatever. But even with him, like they wasn't even, and I don't know what nationality he is. You know, he was just like, man, it was just crazy getting this money. And I don't know the outcome of did he get it or, or he didn't get it, but it was just crazy. Like, like you said, like, People had to jump through hoops to get free money. People ain't understanding yeah. that. This is free money that they said, oh, we're going to give this out. And they had right. to jump through hoops. He had to wait. He said, oh, they, ain't, they didn't cut the check yet. They didn't cut the check right. yet. He had to wait and wait and wait. Come on, man. Cut that. You said you was going to give it. Like, these people is hurting. Like, yo, people got bills right. and everything. People hurting out here, man. But right. that's the situation. So how are you... How how were, how did you deal and how are you dealing with um, COVID on the West Coast in Portland? Oh man, how how I'm dealing with it, um, you know, really, there's really not much that's changed, uh, at least for me. Um, I, I was always big on uh, my check-ins with family members and friends, yeah. you know, whether it be whether it be a text, whether it be a, a Facebook, or whether it be like a FaceTime. It would. It, it didn't really slow up my process because I, I normally would do it on a regular anyway. So being being able to sit down and kind of just kind of decompress, having to get up and do my regimen of like, man, I gotta leave my house, gotta go to work here, man, I don't feel like, man, you know, I was up late last night doing uh, data entry and, and stuff with uh, for for school for the kids, uh, elementary education stuff. I got to a I got to a place where I was able to just kind of one take a actual actually sit down. You know, like people don't, they sleep on that sitting down and just not doing something like looking yeah. out my window and we're like, wow, I'm really, I'm really able to relax. And I actually, I actually had no problem with being indoors because I was always out anyway, out here, out here going over to aunt's house, one of my uncle's house, one of my boy's house, going to go meet up with friends, go happy hour, go eat where I was able to come home and like reflect and like clean and like get rid of some of the clutter in my house or, yeah. you know, write some, write some stuff down in my journal create new goals like like cook more you know what i mean like cry you know, crock pots and stuff so yeah and just, i kind of i kind of just gradually grew a little more than i normally would in the space of just being comfortable with what's given yeah so covid if anything covid for me showed me you know not just family um but more about myself like who am i really like who you know who am i really who do i want to be really yeah and then like making sure my family was kind of you know kind of cool just checking in with people's mental morale yeah so how was your work situation and school situation um you know that was probably only only tricky thing with that because we went to online learning yeah. so uh the school school is basically year-round uh, the one i'm at the charter school so normally uh people get three months off uh for summer break uh, the kids only get one month off which is july and then we go we start back like august 3rd so we yeah. you know which which was cool because even during that time we were already prepping for what the year was going to bring that following year or following school year 
because when COVID hit on like March 19th, we didn't go back. Once March 19th happened, wow, which is crazy to think, uh, we didn't go back into the school. So we were home since then and we were trying to just manage, you know, let's get through the rest of this year of 2020, March from March 13th on, let's just get the rest of this part done and then we'll think about it next year. And now we're at a place now where it's like, okay, this is, you know, all the bugs, all the kinks, figuring out the online classes, creating a regiment where, you know, we saw our morning meeting, our assemblies, and then they have the open learning sessions, and then we have lunch. So then we open up the lunch place, like we have a lunch meeting group, and then after that lunch meeting group, we go back into the afternoon, and then the kids are out by 2.30. Yeah. So the regiment, so the regiment online is just making sure kids and parents are on the same page, because now parents are the teachers besides us, because we, you know, they're there. Yeah, my work situation, it didn't change. It just changed that we can work from home. I already worked from home every Friday, so mm-hmm. I knew how to maneuver, you know, working from home because we worked from home every Friday. My wife works at the same job as me. So oh, wow. as soon as this thing hit, everybody took their computer home on that Thursday or Friday if they teleworked on um, Friday or they wasn't in or coming in or they had an RDO on that Friday. Um, once Monday hit, everybody was home 100%. So we got like 200 um, employees and everybody was home, working from home since, like you said, that March 19th or whatever date, everybody was in the crib working from home. and We're still working from home. Um, I just had to go in to get a new um, laptop, gave everyone new laptops. But other than that, I'm just happy that I could work, you know, during this COVID um 19 pandemic and you know my work didn't slow up we kept it moving and it's crazy where you know you feel bad for other people not having a job or not working but you just you know pray every day that you're just grateful that you can go to work 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah i think i think i think that i think that's um some of the some some of the some of the benefits of just being an essential or even just being something that is definitely needed, you it's kind of it's showing itself now, and you know a lot of people's uh, their it factor, you know whether it's working at your job, doing more about your job, or working another job, yeah, or just figuring out how to actually survive. The survival is kind of kicking in. You're seeing yeah. a lot of it just by actions of individuals of like, what do you carry yourself as? Are you just gonna be like, oh man? I'm waiting for this check. I'm waiting for this money to come in. Or are you going to actually feel like, okay, I need to get this done. Needs and wants need to, you know, you, you should decipher early between your needs and wants. If you're mm-hmm. understanding of what you have to do, you, just, like, you need to do this. You may want to go here and want to go out there, but you need to create stability. And like, yeah. like, it's, like you said, for you, you know, you got a whole family, a whole wife, you know, a whole everything. Like you are one of the key essential people, not just at work, but in your family. Yeah. So in your immediate circle in your immediate square that's you're you're an asset to not just you and you know and this is this is where it's pivotal to just understand that a lot of people they fail not to get they they fail to get that point some people don't look at themselves as you know that essential person Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. that relationship or in a situation but everybody's essential man you're needed everybody is needed at some point in their life so 
you know, if, if everyone could look at, you know, being that person or, you know, being that human that, that is essential, I think we can, you know, move further, you know, in this world. So the, the COVID fear tactics, mm. faking the numbers, saying, you know, this state has this many numbers, this state has that many numbers. We already know how the United States, you know, they fake numbers all the time. Right. But the, the fear tactic of this COVID-19. I have a few theories of it. Do I think it's real? Yeah, I think it's real. But at the same time, do I think a lot of stuff was blown out of proportion? I think so. And how they're, you know, trying to push this vaccine. I don't think we need a vaccine. I just think mm -hmm. a lot of people need, well, will need to just boost their immune system. Mm -hmm. So if they push that, mm -hmm. these are the vitamins, these are the essential vitamins to boost your immune system so you don't get COVID, wear your mask, you do these essential things. I think that number will lessen by a lot. Mm -hmm. But, you know... That's just one person just thinking, you know, hold on. Why can't you just boost your immune system? Take these precautions. I see people out here just partying, doing their thing. Like, they don't care. They in clubs and everything. They doing like, hey, I don't care about no COVID. But once the United States government sees you doing these things, they're going to say, oh, where was that party at? Oh, that joint was in Atlanta. Oh, let's boost those numbers. Oh, that party was down in Texas or or in Vegas, oh yeah, let's boost those those numbers. See, they they have the upper hand on you. They can do mm -hmm. whatever they want. It's crazy. What's your thoughts about that? My thoughts, my thoughts on that is like one, you're 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 hundred percent right. I think I think a lot back on the um, terror alerts we used to have back when the September 11th situation occurred, and which is still one of the most catastrophic things to remember as a kid. But I remember we used to have parallels that would pop up on TV where it went from yellow, yeah. orange, and red to base us on where our terror was. Like, where, like how scared should we be? And then you start to think about people now during the, that time. That Think about people now where they have high anxiety now. People are depression now. You know, people have this whole, um, you know, you're, you're, you're singular. You're basing in a small cell by being in your house because you can't do this. You can't do that. You have to wear this. So you take people who've never... Uh, Let's say they've never been in trouble, you know, never went to detention, always showed up on time, did great work, never, never been in a fight. You're telling them you're going to have to wear this mask or you're going to have to do this or this is going to happen. You're creating you're creating a, a tactic for them based, yeah, based on fear, for sure. But uh, the approach of it has always been the same approach. You either take a prescription for it or we, we write it, we write you it and, and give it these side effects or, you know, could may cause future this that and the third yeah. you know lungs could be scarred or whatever and people tend to just say okay you know not so it's it, I, I referred it back to you know reading like othello or reading like Macbeth. remember we had a whole book so you had to read the whole book mm -hmm. then cliff notes came then cliff notes came out and once mm -hmm. cliff notes came out that book came down and they, they summarized it then then we take that summarization of it now, and then we apply it to text message. And before we got to now where it's unlimited texting, it was 140 characters. Yeah, You can only text 140. You know what I'm saying? And now we're down to acronyms. So yep. now I don't even say be right back. I say BRB. So the, so the, so the, the ideal and how I'm related to the COVID is saying we used to want to look up and understand what it is, how it happened, and the whole idea of it. Yeah. The summary of it is now somebody in some organization or some group writing it, whether it be the CDC, whether it be a, a um, health.com, 
or web or, or PhD, MD, MD.com, whatever site you want to call it. We went to that. And now it's not even there anymore. It's just saying, oh, I got it or not. So we're so yep. small and understanding where we actually need to be that anybody that says it automatically somebody agrees and says, okay. But that's the control, not, bro. That's the, absolutely. That's the no, control no, that's, of the United that's, States. Absolutely. They want to yep, control you. They want to yep. control your mind and mm-hmm. the thinking this is what it is. The news, I ain't even, we, we stopped watching the news. When all this stuff mm. was just occurring, when they just kept mm. on saying numbers here, numbers there, numbers there, numbers there. Mm. I just mm. stopped. Like, come on, man. I don't even want to look at that. Put HGTV right. on, man. Let me look at right. how they how they fix up these houses because it was the right. same thing every day what they were right. pushing. Oh, well, it was COVID, right. COVID, COVID, COVID. And then right. once that the the cop killed George, George Floyd. Floyd. That's mm-hmm. all they was pushing is they ain't, they didn't say nothing about you know what the cop did. They were just saying right. oh the looting and the damaging and they're they're protesting mm-hmm. and this and that. Mm-hmm. And, and right. my thing is the United States is built off negative energy. They always mm-hmm. want to push the negative, 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 mm-hmm. negative, negative. And you know it. We, it's in the rap music. But, it's in everything, man. It's all negative. And what's the biggest genre of music? It's hip hop. Right. Come but on, you know, man. So, so, so what, what I'll say, that, what I'll say to that, as far as pushing the negative the, and, and pushing the identity of the negative, is that I think about, I think about prescriptions. Yeah. And, and this goes back. And this, this goes back to this goes back to prescriptions. It's more money in prescriptions of antidepressants. It's more money in anti-anxiety. They're all. all Percocets and Oxycontin. There's more money to give you that. That's gonna potentially kill you slower, but it's gonna. It's more money in that business, in the pharmaceutical business, than it is you being happy. You got. You know what I'm saying? You, it's more. It takes more muscles in your face to frown than it is to smile. So thinking to the, I, so I 100 agree with that. Especially your stance on it. It's always funny too, though, that we don't. We no longer ask the who, what, where, when, yep. and how. No longer. We no longer ask. It. We just I say, look okay, up everything, this. bro. I right. want to know. I want to know why this. Why? Why are they doing that? Why are they right. doing this? What, what's right. going on? Why? Why are we have? Why we have to do that? Like I always right. look up all of that stuff. Like it's a right. lot of theories out there on how COVID happened and all of this and 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 everything. And and I read all of that stuff. So all of this right. stuff is sitting in my brain, right? Right. Right. And so all- when I see something else, like on the news or the TV, I'm like, that ain't it. So y'all pushing right. something that's wrong, just like CNN and all that other stuff. Y'all pushing that mm-hmm. wrong stuff. Like, it's just so negative, man. Like, it's so much negative. You turn on the news. That's all they got. The headline. Oh, somebody shot on this day or that day. But they don't never right. have something where, you know, these people help somebody. You know what I'm right. saying? Or or someone saves someone's life or whatever. They don't never have that on there. They're always pushing that negative energy, man. I'm not... I'm not around for the because, negative energy. I don't want nobody right. around me with nothing negative. I'm not beat. Mm-hmm. And if I'm at, at about, somebody's party or something and I see feel something negative, we out of it. And but there's still there also the thing about it though. The the main part of it that you're saying though is that the negative, negative, negative. But what stems from the negativity creates business. Yep. They, so you have to think about this is creating biz. We're creating people who saying enough is enough. I don't want to feel like this. I never want to be back inside again. I'll take that. You know what? Whatever. We've done this for so long. I'm tired of being here. I'll yeah. take that. 
you know what? It doesn't matter. I'll vote for that because I don't want to feel like this ever again. And so that's creating business. If everybody's happy and everything's working, then there's no, you know what I'm saying? There's no complaint. That's like somebody working in, in, in a company. If you have a manager that's there and then you have your, you know, you have your general manager that's looking over all the managers, that manager's job, sad to say, he has to make sure there is chaos with his associates. Mm-hmm. Why? Because if he doesn't, then the general manager is going to look at him. Very rarely do they have managers that have no problems at work. You have to, because it, yeah, it puts more emphasis on problem. what are you doing? Yeah. You have to have a problem at work. You, you, it, it creates something because why? Because you can't, you got, you have to have chaos because you have to have something to fix. If there's nothing to fix, then why we, we don't need it anymore. Let's, let's and go back. So, think, so I'm, I'm going to just pan off of what you just said. Go ahead. If it's yeah, yeah. nothing to fix, what do you have mm-hmm. now? What do everybody or most people have transportation wise? A car, right? Right. Okay. You can have a brand new car, an old mm-hmm. car or whatever. You can take this car to go get service, to get an oil change or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. A month later, what happens to that car? Right. Something mm-hmm. breaks. Right. You're like, how the hell? Why my joint? Like, yo, it was just running fine. But then you look mm. back and you say, hold on, I just got a oil right. change over. And my joint stopped working a month later. Right. Like you right. said, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. always something to fix. Always something to fix. And based yep, off yep. of the automobile bu- the automobile business, yep. is always mm-hmm. something to fix. And they always something. pushing a new car or something. Yep. But what happens yep. to that new car? They come right. out with a recall. So you right. got to take that John back right. and get right. it fixed. And then what exactly. happens? Yo, it's crazy how you look That's at it. something. But what you just said is it's all you always need something to fix. You have to, whether it be us. And if, and if you're looking at the car situation, a lot of people never do this. And this is a piggyback of what you said earlier. You look everything up. People could change their oil by themselves if yep. they knew how to do it. Mm-hmm. So you so so you taking care of yourself, eating differently. It, you're, you're changing your oil. You know yeah. what? I'm not gonna eat this anymore. I'm gonna put some vegetables in my body because now I've looked up how to take care of this. Yeah. But if you ask somebody else to take care of you, let's say a Jiffy Lube, which is the hospital, which is a Jiffy Lube. Yeah. We're gonna give you something real quick, and it's not. It's gonna. It's gonna calm it down. It may not fix it, but it's gonna kind of fix it. What happens? What happens? You go back to the hospital. Yeah. You're gonna go back to Jiffy Lube. You went there for all. You went there for an oil change. And as you know, your brake pads are kind of messed up, <laughs> or, or or your or your yep. radiators overheating. Your radiators overheating. Like, wait, wait, I just came from here. Exactly. The doctor gave you this prescription mm-hmm. because you said you have back problems. Now it's in your kidneys drying out, yeah. or your kidneys starting to hurt. Now you got a liver infection, so you're coming back because now they gave you something to fix one thing, but it's going to break down another, another thing. thing, and we'll see you. So that month in the car, so car and human are metaphors, both of them. Yeah, in that in that time, short time being, you'll be right back for another issue. Paying them big Paying money, them big dollars. That's why, yo, I was like, you know what, a used car is fine, but I was right. like, I have to drive, you know, back and forth to work. I said I gotta get something reliable. So mm. you know, and my wife was like, man, you need to stop, you know, messing with these used cars or whatever, and just get you something that's reliable or whatever and right. since that day i had to let the caddy go you know what i'm saying mm. i got a <laughs> i got a um 
what did I get a Malibu? It was the same year it came out. It might have been the 2016 something, 13. I don't know. One of those joints. And so I got that and I'm like, and I ain't have no problems with that joint. Like when I got Work. a new car, I ain't had no problems. Like ain't nothing break down. I had warranty or whatever. And then I just been flipping them. Like, mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Boom. I go back to the dealership. Like, yo, I want a new car or whatever. They buy that joint out and then boom, get another one. Then, you know what I'm saying? Or get a lease or whatever. I never do a lease again because they did me dirty. Right. But, I, I, no, I, I never do it. I yeah, never do it. Never do it again. But now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got a, you know, a, a 2018, whatever. Boom, we ain't had no problems yet. You know what I'm saying? And once those problems start, you know, breaking down or whatever, taking it back to the dealership, let me get another one. Yeah, like, that's right. what I'm saying. Like, you have to be on top of your game with everything. You got to look stuff up before your shit break down or whatever. Just give it back, mm -hmm. boom, get another one. Like, it's crazy, man. And I see a lot of people, like, they just doing leases because mm -hmm. it ain't breaking down on you. And if it right. does, they own it. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, you don't got to pay for none of that. Especially if it's a two-year lease or a three-year lease, you're just giving it back and getting another one. And and that leasing stuff is crazy because now Definitely. everything is leasing. You can lease right. a, a phone. You can lease sneakers. You can lease clothes. Man, they killing them, man. Finance, the finance game is the highest game that's that's killing them right now because everything you can finance, anything, it's crazy. I just think, you know, what's crazy about that, and, and and maybe this is just something me thinking outside of that, is that the fact that maybe us know, maybe us knowing now, we're leasing this time. Like, this is, we're not, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We're, we're leasing this time. Man. If, you, if you look at that concept of that, what you were saying about yep. leasing, like, like, see, this is we're playing on borrowed time. Like, I, people always say to me, I, I want to live the Amer American dream. I want American dream. The American dream has always been you have to be asleep to believe it. Yeah. We were, we never were supposed to be able, we were never, you know, we're never going to get out whether you dream about it or not. You're never going to be able to take all that money with you. Nope. It's, ne it's never going to happen. And it's, so it's more about the, like you said earlier, what the legacy you leave and, and, you know, and what you're setting everybody else up for when your time is done. Yeah. But we're leasing, we're leasing this. Our body, we, we can maintain it, but yeah. we'll never go back. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll never go back to being 21 again and, and being at Applebee's and playing all day. And I still can't believe you got rid of the caddy. I never thought I'd hear those yeah, words. But, 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 uh, but it's just, you know, I, when, you, when you say it like that, excuse me, it puts it in perspective that we people are so here just for the now. You know, they want just the now. I want yeah. this now. So the disconnect of, caring or the disconnect of putting in effort or even learning is more or less it's it kind of it kind of yeah, no like one mundane. no one wants to learn anything no right because of that because of that because of that what you said right there about leasing it oh, I'm, I'm i'm just least i'm leasing this i'm i don't i'm not going to learn about this car because i'm not going to keep it yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do this because i'm not gonna keep it so yep. i'm not investing in anything anymore i'm just kind of i'm it's just here for the now yeah, it's just here for the now. Just like, you know, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. when people, you know, lease an apartment, they don't care mm -hmm. about that. They just leasing mm -hmm. it and they just, you know, living, you know, from lease to lease or whatever. Like right. it ain't theirs. Right. Like so they don't care about it. And and that's what I'm saying. People have to get back to owning stuff so they can care about a few things because it's yours. When something's not right. yours, they don't care. Right. 
just like just like these big businesses they don't care you buy into it it ain't theirs no more you know what i'm saying right so they ain't caring about that because it's not theirs it's your problem now you know what i'm saying and just like with what you're saying with the lease you 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 on borrow time right now so you on borrow time people don't care they don't care about anything because they already know like oh whatever and i don't care about that I'm I'm leasing that. I don't care about this. I'm leasing. I'm doing this. They don't care, which is crazy. So, bro, what you feel about the um the Black Lives Matter movement? How, what's your thoughts about that? I think how it started. It's like the game of telephone. How it started. It had it had really good, uh, especially out here because I know a lot of a lot of uh, United States been seeing it. Like, oh my God, Portland's up there doing this and a third. It really, it really, it was one big old march at one point across the bridge where everybody showed up. And this, mind you, this was like pre, this was like mid-COVID where everybody was just cooped up in the house. So people decided they wanted to get out the house type thing where it's like, man, I haven't been to a club, haven't been to a party. You know, people were out here grilling down there, making food yeah. down there, drinking, having, playing music. Like, this is not a festival. You know what I mean? So like the, like the game of telephone that started out about the purpose, then it became other groups attached to it. Like there's a group, there's a group called Black Locks, you know, and, and when you look it up, you'll see it. Mm-hmm. But they have they, they all have different forms of views. Where some of them can be conservative, some of them can be liberal, some of them can be fascist. It's just whatever. But it's all in these groups inside of a bigger group. So then when it was black, when it was like B L A C K Lives Matter, when it was yeah. a whole, when it was said all out, that was a specific agenda. They just now they they altered it to B L M. Okay, yeah. so. So now they, what I said earlier about the whole Othello and Macbeth, we had a whole book we, and now we're down to acronyms. Yep. So now we've changed the narrative of what we're even out here doing. And you'll see people like, well, we're just trying to defund this. And, 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 and when you watch the looting and how the things were actually occurring downtown, they looted one time. Okay. Yeah. Realistically, they looted one big time and they got into a mall and, you know, they got into an Apple store and stole all type of stuff. But there was a certain group that was trying to break into banks. Yeah. Like the credit unions, they were trying to. I'm thinking to myself like, hmm, that's that's peculiar because we, we know the money, of course, is in the vault, but you know we're not. So they're just burning, but they're just trying to burn down the the money, the institution of the money. Yeah. So looking at it now, and my views of it now are totally two different worlds. Where I think the Black Lives Matter group and the Black Lives Matter movement are two different things. Yeah. It's, it's so the different. view that we, yep, the two different points. Because what we're asking for and what we're, and what I mean, we, I mean, as black people, what we're actually asking for is not just so much of, I mean, is much of just injustice and equal equality as far as like, I want specific training. If it were me and what I really, really think in my heart, the police, yeah. there, there needs to be, there needs to be an overall law. Like they need to have like 10 or, or five or however many, like 10 or five actual specific laws that are applied and made applicable to the all 50 states because every state has a different law about different things. Yep. And I think if the law wants to create, keep the same system, cool. Then they need to be all trained within the same structure that way, no matter what they're, they're dealing with that law. When they, when we pay taxes, we pay one tax. Yep. We don't pay, we don't pay all oh, this taxes only for this and that. And that. Yeah, we have property taxes and stuff like that. Yeah. But it goes to one main source of where you're returning or getting a pay from. Yeah. And if, you know what I'm saying? And what, what you said with Black Lives Matter, it was mm-hmm. written out. 
and then now it's BLM. Mm-hmm. What people don't understand is all these corporations and these big corporations, they do this all the time where they recreate themselves right. all the time. Just like when you have Comcast and then you had, you know, Verizon and then you got Fios and all of this other stuff. You know what I'm saying? TV one and all this stuff. They just recreating right. it. They, 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 they want you to, to make it seem like oh this is a brand new product but at the end it's the same company with a different name with a different name man it's great like yo if you just sit down and just read and look at it like yo i always look at i look up the company and i say oh who's with this company and then you can see oh it's a parent company of (laughs) the main company you'd be like oh man man. right it's crazy It, it, and I mean, everything does that. I mean, yeah, well, I mean, all, all of the all listen, all the big all of the big companies, even Walt Disney, there are companies who have so many filler names, and and it, it even goes. I can even take it back further than this. I remember when Fifty Cent, when he had his whole vitamin water and his whole G Unit campaign, he was really remember the vitamin water. We get the yeah. vitamin water in the church. The teriyaki chicken and rice over yeah. there at the Esalen Mall. Get that vitamin he, water. Give me a purple yeah, vitamin the, water. Let me get the purple. Making money off that, yeah. Um, he had G Unit t-shirts, and then he made fuck G Unit t-shirts. Mm-hmm. So either way, you were still paying yep. the same corporation. Same. So think you could put that in any mantra. You can you can look at how how Volkswagen, Volkswagen and Audi are the same thing. They're the same same thing. So you're paying for either the luck. You're, you're paying for the B or the B plus. That's really <laughs> what it is. And you, and you, you know what's you, crazy? It ain't much of a difference of a car. Right. They might I put know. this button on this side and this button on yeah. this side. Just like GM. GMC yeah. and Chevrolet, it's the same truck and the same car. Right, right. But wait, but I will I will say this though. Audi's A seven is Yeah, bananas. that's my favorite car, man. That's, the A seven. I want that, that that's A7 what I want, is, the A seven. That's my I'll joint. Tell you that. Yeah, that's different. That's that's different. Not Volkswagen ain't doing nothing with that. But that's you know, different. you know that the A7 is the same as the Porsche Panamera. You yeah, ain't know you that. You know what's see? No, I did. You know, I, I thought it was. Like, I thought it was. I would relate it more to the CL five fifty. But I can see where you're going with that. It's the that same car. That's wow. It's the hatchback. Wow. It's the same thing. I didn't think about it. I, I have not. I have not looked at it. <laughs> yeah, watch when you look yeah. at it. Look up, uh, look up, Porsche wow. Paramount. You gonna be like, oh, that's the same whip. You gonna be like, oh joint. my gosh, and it, and it's like that. They just, I'm telling you, man, it's crazy how no, they can just, how can it? They can just give you a smoke screen and think that it's different, but it's really not different. It's not different. It's, it's no not. difference in a lot of these things, man. And the smoke, but the smoke screen is what gets the agenda done. Yeah. Because by the time we figure it out, there will already be somewhere else. Like people forget, like the, the Australian wildfires was earlier this year. Yeah. There's a lot of fires. There's a lot of things. There's, you know, we talked about Wuhan back then. You know, yep. we talked about tungsten back then. Back and then. looking at it now, we're already we're nine months in. And and look at what they're talking about now. Now it's like, oh, we're talking about the wildfires here. But in the middle of America, where like the ranchers and everybody at, I don't see them really dealing with any of this because they've already dealt with loss. They dealt with loss. They're part of it. Yeah, Yeah, but they're part of it. They dealt with the loss, 
But at the same time, in the middle of, you know, like you said, in the middle of America, America needs that. So they ain't messing with that. They need the cattle. They need the farmland. They need all of that so people can eat. You know what I'm saying? They ain't messing with that meat and all that stuff, man. They ain't messing with the pigs and the chickens and all that. That ain't stopped. None of that stopped. Right. Maybe the workers in there stopped, but but breeding and, and doing all this, that that will never stop, man. They ain't setting right. that stuff on fire. I guarantee you they won't. They no. need that farmland. I, I think I think that I think that's not not just the tax write off that they get every year because they actually are farming stuff. I also think because of the like mindedness of those areas, very few are actually thinking outside of trying to not just overturn the system or change the system to make it fit the narrative that they're already are winning from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're not, they're not, they're winning from it. They already have the two, the two main pieces being that some, most of them are ranchers or males and, and, and Caucasian. They're already leading the market of all, you know, all what's going on. Their yeah. views are already one way. So they've, they've never actually, they're at the centerfold of what actually is like the pinnacle of like, this is what we're doing. We're but, at the top of the food chain. But Jay, the mm-hmm. reason I'm 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 gonna break this down to you. The reason no, why they're winning, this is the mm-hmm. one reason. They have generation wealth. They pass they pass yep. down these farms. They pass them down to mm-hmm. generation to generation to generation. It comes back to the land. They own the land. Yeah. They own the land. Absolutely, hundred percent. So they're living off the land. Yeah. Every year they're cool. living off this land. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And they millionaires, they man. And they won't never yeah. sell that. They millionaires. Yeah. Easy. Ten times over. Easy. If you just have a cornfield, you know how much that cornfield going to produce for you? Right. Come on, right. man. If you just right. have tomatoes, you know how much that's going to produce for you? You know right. how you're going to be killing? Come on, man. People don't think like that. You got a tomatoes up there in Idaho. What they doing? Ain't no, mm. ain't no COVID up there. They pushing right. those, they pushing those, I mean, potatoes, they pushing that. Like, they ain't playing, like, for real. So. And that, generation, that generational wealth is a, is, a, is a key asset. And I think of, I think back when, um, when that's, like, that's like Jack Daniels. That's like Jack Daniels coming out yep. and saying that, saying that Green was one of the, one, one of the slaves that created the recipe for Jack Daniels. So think about, so, th- so you could get to that point of saying, think about, having that generational of the Greens family yeah. back then that would have been established and maybe and, and what would have happened in that thought process of like where they would have went, whether it be liquor or not, what they could have done with that position. What they yeah. would have did with the proceeds of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Getting all of that back end money, if you would say, from, you know, each thing. Come right. on, man. Right. And that changes and like you said that that changes the generation and that's that's the scarcity of it. The scarcity is like, oh wow, they're trying to create more wealth. They're trying to establish more security in a space that they never thought they would be giving up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's 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 an that's a that's a, a piece where it's like, you know, you got cars, you got money, you got this. No. Nip was doing it. I wanna buy in one of the biggest areas, yeah. I wanna buy this corner. I wanna buy the corner up here. And build out from here. Oh no, we can't have that. And you're and you're a rapper, which you said was one of the biggest things. This is all parts of the conversation we had earlier, during tonight. You have you're a rapper, so people are influencing, are listening to this, and you're giving out free conversation with a beat on it. That's establishing 
I want you guys to own this because if you own this, they can no longer take this from you. Yeah, they can't. They can't. You own they can't. You, you, you set the price. You set the market. You set the price point. And this is what it, all this stuff is. This all this comes out of price. All this power. All the all the, like I said from the from the mass, from the COVID, from the way that they structure, um, the way they try to control your your actual thought. All this comes out of price. Some of it's life, some of it's death, some of it's anxiety, some of it's depression. And in your, but in your, your thought process, at least what I got from the conversation tonight is more or less, I wanted to be in legacy that I leave and my happiness and my health. Yeah. yeah so and, when you was talking about yeah. that family, right? can you understand if it was business or information given to that family that made that recipe of Jack Daniels, the, mm-hmm. roy- the royalties of that generation Mm-hmm. Off of Jack Daniels. Just the royalties. We talking about Absolutely. mailbox money. Right. Oh my goodness. Come right. on, man. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like you schools, can, you, it, it, everything. They can, they can make all type of stuff because of the royalties alone being around that long. Yeah. And it took the, it took them it took them up until I'm gonna say last year or 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 2018 to admit that they stole the recipe. And it's called Uncle Nearest, which is it's eighteen fifty six. 1856 Uncle Nearest, mm. um, and that's that's the actual liquor that they ended up making from. They they ended up putting out the actual batch that he made, the original recipe. Oh, and that thing so probably it's called, it's, chipping. Oh, it's crazy. It, it, it it's it's one of the smoothest. You had smoothest. it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it, and it only comes in one style. It doesn't come in a small batch, so uh. you get it. So it's like it's a big boy. So it, it lasted me. I, I made it last. I only drank it during special occasions. Yeah. And it, it lasted me like almost two, two, three months basically. Because yeah. I was only doing if I was going to have it. But it, it's one of the smoothest. Um, it's almost like a cognac mm. in a sense. But but it's uh it's called Uncle Nearest, eighteen fifty six. And like and that's that. yeah, man. So it's a big. It's, it's gonna. It's like it's like eighty, like seventy, like sixty nine, seventy bucks. But it's going to last. It's going. It's, you're going to last. You're not, you're not missing it. You're not doing all this. It's not a party drink. It's more of like I want to have this with a gentleman's cube, and I want to sit and just kind of like my nightcap, you know, after a yeah. dinner or whatever. I'm just get a small sip type thing. So yeah, you was going into something. I had cut you off. That was my bad. Oh yeah. No no no. Um, oh, build, building general. Yeah, building general wealth starts. Um, not just not just building it from that standpoint. Just building it from the the, the back end, like like you were saying about the legacy and things you live on, like there's so much, there's so many more, there's so much steps. There's so many more steps, excuse me. There's so many more steps that can be added, especially from our generational of knowledge to give. And like, it goes back to that conversation I had with the girl and I, and I was, I was explaining to her and she, if somebody teaches you it, you're, you're further, you're further out. Our gener, our generation and when we were taught growing up, you know, not everybody, did FAFSA, you know, FAFSA wasn't a thing, or building yeah. your credit wasn't a thing, mortgage wasn't bill wasn't a thing, you know, it was more or less okay. We usually need to get figure out what bus to take to get to school, That's and make sure you're back at this time, yep. and you know your brother, your brother's here, your sister's here. What are you going to eat? What are you going to cook? So it was more of a survival as opposed to planning ten steps ahead because that generation behind us, or that generation before us, which is not our mothers, but like our grandparents. Very rare, unless they unless they were one of the ones that kind of got out early and figured out I have to learn this for myself, not for me, mm-hmm. but for my generations. We're teaching, so if they if my grandmother didn't teach my mother, how was she going to teach me? Yeah, and and, and the if, thing and was gap, where yeah. back then it was hard for you know 
um, African-Americans to even buy a house or get a house right. or get information right. on how to do that. Before that, it was straight. You know what I'm saying? My mom and dad, they brought a crib and everything else. But after that, like in the 90s, it was no information. You had right. to have credit A1 all the way up. Yep. You know what I'm saying? To even get a home. And then the jobs in the 90s, it wasn't even, you know, great jobs that you could get basically in the 90s. You know what I'm saying? You had to live in, you know, a, a particular area to even, you know, get that. But And that's when the apartments and the projects and, and everything else, you know, came in in the play where these, you know, um, low income or, you know, housing was suitable for you know our parents others parents because it was cheap and they could pay that it wasn't you know as far as certain things where they couldn't do that definitely right about that and that's and that's a lot of that right there is a big uh gray area and a gap and as far as what it affects you know what i'm saying like that that little hiccup right there well i couldn't call it, i shouldn't call it a little hiccup that gap right there affects generations yeah like it, it, if you look at that one small step whether it be the 60s to the 80s that 20 year gap right there if if this isn't a, if this isn't isn't taught or learned or made as a norm it then affects your 90s and your 2000s yep. because of that yeah like you wouldn't understand how easy it is to own a home if you don't right. have that information if you don't exactly. understand oh i got i just gotta fix my credit and and do this and do these things, you won't know. And back right. then, it wasn't it wasn't out there. You had to know somebody to know somebody to know somebody to give you this information. Now you can just go on the internet and type in what do I need to do to own a home, and boom, the steps is there. Right. Back in the day, it wasn't no steps. You know what I'm right. saying? Like it was so hard, man. No one wanted to teach no one, no information, right. and then. Just like when we grew up in America, not teaching black history in schools, I was only taught right. black history during Black History Month. That was the norm. Right. That was Absolutely. the norm. And then, oh, mm -hmm. Martin Luther King Day, they throw that in there and then they talk about him, but they never talked about anything else. And even when we went to Camden County College, what did they push in Camden County College? They didn't push black history or anything else. It was Western history. That was the that main was course that you had to take yep. Western Civ 1 and Western Civ 2. So we learning about that. It's nothing with black history. How, how can we learn about our people if it's not being pushed in school? You know what I'm saying? And we I, go to Sunday yeah. school, what, one day out the week? And that's only, what, one hour maybe? And you really ain't right. learning about black history there. You learning about Jesus and God. Right. You learn about the it, word. Absolutely. And even in that, but even in that stance of that, it's saying if I, if you knew your worth, if you, and this goes back to everything we talked about, if, if you knew your worth, would you be where you're at now? Like, you know, you'd be, you'd be more, you'd be more than rich. You'd be wealthy yep. because you would know the history of you. So taking you from history, putting pictures in black and white, people thinking, oh, that was 400 years ago. Like, no, that was 1960. Well, why is it black? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Why is it black and white? Because. Yeah. Imagery tends to show you if you put something out of color, you're going to think it's older and past. Yeah, like why do we have to go to a HBCU? To learn African-American history. Yeah, or yeah. 
if a college has a black history class, why do we have to take that black history class? Why isn't it a mandatory class to take? Right. That should be mandatory in every school system. The history of of us. So other people yeah. can understand it too. That's what I'm saying. The control, this control factor. It's controlling. Oh, no, sure. it's, it's in the it, school system. It's everywhere where people don't even know the information. If you look at it as this, we were looked at as second class citizens, probably lower than that. For sure. We had our own bathroom. The the restaurant own said fountain. own water fountains. The the restaurant says said no blacks allowed. The schools was segregated. Sports was segregated at one point. Like you yeah. look at all this net, like you look at that stuff, man. And these kids don't look at that stuff. They just going out here, they looting, they throwing this, they throwing that. Yo, we took a lot of steps forward if you don't understand it. And just like you said, right. this wasn't no 19, you know, the right. 1900s. Yeah. This was right. this was, you know, like you said years 60 ago. years ago. This wasn't long years. ago. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? But People don't look at that stuff, man. And and the, the pain that I feel where they push this food on us, you know what I'm saying? Mm. This fried food, this this canned food, this heavy, fatty, starchy, salty McDonald's and all of this stuff that they pushed on us. That stems from us dying of cancer and, and all of this other stuff. Mm. High blood pressure, diabetes, and everything else. It's the food that they pushed in, in our area that we lived yeah. at. But people don't look at that right there. Like, yo, we don't, we don't have no Whole Foods over here. It ain't no juices of life yeah. or whatever. We had to do that. We had to push that. Yeah. We had to eat healthier. It wasn't no salad places over there or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so crazy when you when you look at the control of how they want to control a situation and they can just control it but not putting stores in there that's healthier. You have to eat that. Like nobody want to eat spam. That's a, that's ham in the can. It gets cooked right. in the can when right. it's on the conveyor belt. Crazy how they push all of this stuff, man. And it's all but it's it's all based though. It's all planned and it's all putting in, it's all put into areas to show you this is what it is. If I like in my radius there's three different 7-Eleven. Okay, mm -hmm. in my radius. And and in that 7-Eleven one area is, is closer to, um, you would call it the gentrified area. And then one area is, is to like the low income, like where the homeless and there's like a trailer park. And there's another area where it's predominantly, uh, predominantly a Hispanic and then like in high crime. Every one of them has a diff. If you go back to the back wall in any, in any 7-Eleven, you can look at them even where you're at. If you go to the back wall and look at the, look at the drink selections in the back. Yeah. Okay. You can all look at the drink selection in the back. And then look at where the salads or the where the, or where the foods at where the food should be like and towards the front there should be like eggs and and salads or or um, or uh, like basically like seven it's called like Seven Eleven Select which is like like juicer stuff like pre made they are, they have like their own specific juicer stuff where it's like no GMO it's yeah. kale pine you know they have these in certain stores but if you come over here where I'm closer where the one I'm closest at they don't have those drinks there. But they all and they, and they have a lot more hot dogs on the conveyor belt. They have yeah. a lot more of those nacho cheese. They got a lot more of these fake burgers. They have those pizzas in the back for five to ten dollars. You got 
you got all the hot fries and everything. You know, I'm not knocking the hot fries, so I still eat them. I can't even lie to you. But <laughs> they got the hot fries. <laughs> they got the hot fries in the front. So every, but if you go to the one, the gentrified area, they got all the extra waters, all the essential waters, the Fiji waters. All the waters are right in the front. They got a whole table of fresh fruit, bananas, apples, strawberries. And like all the sodas and beers are like way in the back in the corner to the right. But the first four aisles are like, it's an open, like a, like a carousel open of like fresh food and, and deli sandwiches made every day. Yeah. So the, so if you're always around stuff that you, if you, let's say you never leave the area, you know, people love, Oh, I'm in the hood. I stay in the hood. Okay. Yeah. Let's say you never, let's say you never leave there. You're only going to see that form of food. Yep. You're only going to see those Jamaican beef patties. You're only going to see those hot fries and those quarter waters because yep. that's the only one you go to. That's the wild, wild, you know, that's the only wild, wild you would go to. If there's three other wild wilds there, they're, they're, they're different. They're all different. All you know, different. The one in, the one, remember the one in Oakland? We went to the Oakland, New Jersey area, and that it was clean as all day. Oh, my gosh. That thing was clean. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And we just wanted the ball. That's you know what I'm saying? It. We went to We just we balled out there. You know, it's just certain ones had different approaches of different looks and different things. Yep. And it's all about the area that you win. That's what they're going to push. Absolutely. That's so, what they're going to push an area you in. President four or five, Oof. the antics is crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get into all of that because you know, right? People yeah. already know. That's, that's another know. talk. Yeah, that's another talk. His COVID handling was crazy, trash. This video out there, or you know, um, tape, audio that he knew how bad it was. Mm-hmm. Him pushing racism. Um, him trying to divide. America. That's how I feel that what he wants to do. I mean, divide it some more. I mean, I mean, divide it some more. Yeah, divide some more. It's already divided, but him trying to divide it. Yeah, so some more for sure. What's your thoughts about that? We I don't want you to get in too deep because that's a whole nother talk. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, we will get into. um, I appreciate it, but you know, what's your your thoughts on that? I my thoughts my thoughts on four or five as a whole. Um, it's it's. It's an interesting take. I'll, I'll say this: there are. I'm not going to sit here and say I don't agree with certain things he said, because I'd be lying to myself. Like I think the one of the things he said that I was really, I was really, uh, I really agreed with is if he said like if you're gonna your certificate, your birth certificate should state who you actually are when you're born. Mm-hmm. Like I, I get that part. It's like you know you would want to know okay if you were born a male and if you decide to change, okay yeah. that's cool. But your birth certificate should state that. I agree because who does, you don't want to just not know. Nobody, I mean, I think everybody should know if, if that person wants to do that or not. Like, well, well, I think that's a, that's a thing. That's, that's a overall, I just think being at it, the day and age that we're in where, you know, anybody can be anything. Love who you love. It is what it is. Yeah. I, you know, I, I would just want to know that just for, just for any reason, you know, I don't want to be walking into something blind. Like, you know, you don't want to just walk into a house with the lights off, you know, <laughs> like you yeah. want to, you want to know where everything's at. You can trip and fall. You want to know. So, uh, but the, as far as the other antics and things go, um, I, I believe he's in my head. He's just following other views of other dictators around the world, like yeah. him and Putin. Have, him and Putin have having a structure where I've watched multiple pictures of him looking away or like holding his hand a certain way, and Putin is looking at him like, yeah, yeah, like I like you know, it's like. I'm a bully, you're a bully, but I'm a bigger bully than you. So you can bully your people, which is America, 
but I'm going to bully you because you know this. Like, Putin can fight, shoot weapons. I ain't seen the man do all type of training. And I'm yeah. like, wow. And you see, you can see people where I look at four or five, it's like, it's a fake it till you make it for me. Like, you know, he's yeah. more like, I have the money, I have the resources, I'm going to fake it till I make it. Yeah. So my whole mantra, was, my whole mantra will my fake it till you make it. It will always be, if you have to fake it till you made it, you were never real to begin with. Nope. And that whole thought process while I'm watching it happen, watching money go here, watching money go there, and it becomes its own personal business. Like yeah. the world, like the United States is his personal business to yeah. help whatever he's doing. When he's done with this, he's still going to have a secret service for the rest of his life and so is his family. Yeah. So you have an infinite service forever doing whatever you want. Whatever you want. It's crazy. Whenever you want. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I, but I, I, that, that'll be my summing up on on him. I, I can't say I agree with everything, but yeah. I cannot say I don't agree with some things he has said. And I'd be lying to myself. Yeah, I would. And my thoughts on him: some stuff he he did very well for people in America. You know, he helped out a lot of people that he wanted to help out. And I'm not mad at people who voted for him. That's their choice. Right. I know people that voted for him. And do I think that they have the same views as him? No. But at the same time, I can't get mad at people that have their own opinion. They voted right. for him on what they feel as though that, oh, he, this is what he's going to do. Or I like him for this reason. That's your reason. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm not mad at that. And, you know, when I get around people, I don't even want to talk about no politics or whatever. That's on your on your time. That's not my time. And whoever, you know, will talk politics, I might, you know, shy away from the conversation or whatever because I have different thoughts on that. So that's just my thought on, you know, whatever. He did some good things. And I'm just not mad at, you know, the people who voted for him. And it'll take another pod to get into, you know, whatever yeah, he that, did. That whole, yeah, 100%. It's, it's 100%. crazy. So another um, subject that I want to talk about is mail-in mm -hmm. ballots. Why the mm -hmm. hell are we mailing in ballots? We can go to a store with a mask on. We can yeah. go everywhere in America with a mask mm -hmm. on, right? Mm -hmm. Why the hell in 2020, with all this technology, that mm -hmm. we're using mail-in ballots? That's my and, question and to, every, to anyone. Mm -hmm. We already I, know. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, but the, scare, the scarcity of that, and, and even with the mail-in ballots, I think it's pretty interesting, is that even when the fires are now, Oregon being a predominantly, well, at least Portland part, being a predominantly Democratic state, they took away half the mailboxes from here. So it was on the, yeah, it was on the news. They were removing yep. mailboxes. Removing. They were removing mailboxes. So if you remove mailboxes, that, whether you get a third of them out or whether you get half of them out, whether you get any percent of them, the word remove, whether you take two away can dictate an outcome. All you got to yeah. win is by one vote. You can win by one vote. So him having the mail-in ballots, being that COVID is now a big thing, us going in, the line would be four four hours long because the spacing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you would have the spacing of it six feet apart. That line would be extremely long. This would be the biggest mail-in year we have. Yeah, the funny thing about it now, but the funny thing about before before you say it, before the funny the funny thing about it now is that finding a mailbox now is harder. Yep, I've dri I've driven around. And I may have saw two mailboxes. It's crazy. 
So my thing about going in person mm-hmm. to to do your, you know, to vote, why can't mm-hmm. you do it? That's my thing. Why can't you do it? You have everyone's name. So mm-hmm. A through F comes at a specific time if they want to vote. F through whatever comes at a specific time. Then you can handle that better. You know what I'm saying? Right. Everyone's right. off of work that day because of COVID. You don't have to go into work. We're going to make this, you know, a national, you know, shutdown day so everybody can go in to vote. And to me, the six feet apart, if you have a mask on, you should be mm-hmm. all right, though. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, ain't nobody, like, I'm not talking to nobody. I'm sitting in line. Right. I'm I'm going in. I'm, I'm handling my business and we out of here. Like, see, that type of stuff where you have all these leaders that are so smart in doing things that are so smart in handling certain situations. No one said, why are we doing mail-in ballots? I can go to the store. I can go to the store down here. Right. And I'm walking right past this person. I might be right next to a person trying to grab something. We right here. Right. So that, I think that's I think that's a lot of the tactics, though. I think that's a lot of the scare. I think it's a lot of the control that you said earlier. It's a lot of the control. It's a lot of the tactic where we're going to make it hard for you to do it because either we're this out, we know the outcome. I mean, for me, I I I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if we see four or five again. I'm not. I'm not even thinking because I I look at I look at the probability of things. I look at the way. Uh, the separation is and, and the marches and the pro marches and how many of them there are. Yeah. I'll say, I'll say them knowing that. And there's even, there is, there's even a person who, who wants to have a mail-in ballot of a blank, like a blank mail-in ballot yeah. on the, and I, and I have to send it to you. And it was a lady, she had it. And the whole, the whole ballot was four or five on the front, the back inside it. It wasn't until she got the last page that it showed you the mail-in ballot. So she Damn. almost threw it away. So she almost threw it away That's because, wild. because it looks like it's like, Oh, it looks like just like male, like asking for his support. Yeah. So you're not going to vote. You're going to wait. Cause you're thinking it's because it's showing it one sided. It's not showing it's like, Oh, it's, yep. it's Biden and it's four or five. It's saying like his, his whole face and everything is on the mail in ballot. So it looks like clearing house, like the yeah. shopping clearing house and coming to mail. You can win. It looks like one of those things. Like, okay, oh I'm not gonna God. win, and then you throw it away. So when I when I I'm gonna send you, I have to send you that link, and you'll see it. It's just funny to watch the ways they're going about getting the votes and making sure that people see it. Because again, like we said, we're not reading the whole thing anymore. People nope. are just looking at it. They look at the acronyms. Like, oh, it's just his face oh, in the front, yeah. his face in the back. I'm throwing it and out, throwing it away, yeah. throwing it out. So shifting subjects. Nick Cannon fired from Viacom. Oof. That was crazy. I think it was a little bit premature when you just let him go after all the years that he gave you. Yeah, people can make a mistake. They can do whatever if they don't have enough information. That's what it is. It's not enough information given. So people will make these mistakes. So the, the one thing about Nick Cannon that that blew my mind was him not owning Wildin' Out. Mm, 100%. Um, If you don't own something and you work for someone, you can get fired. There's no question that you don't own anything. We don't owe you anything. You know what I'm saying? You have no 
stock, no nothing in this company. You're just a worker. We can get rid of you. Which for him, that's wrong to do because he gave you everything since a young kid. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? He brought you Absolutely. multiple shows. Like the boy, Absolutely. the boy is a smart guy. I'm not going to take anything away from him. Yes, he did do a 180 because he had to do a 180. You know what I'm saying? Right. To just to clean his face a little bit because he, he still is a businessman and he has to do what's best for his business and his overall character of him. But he could have changed the overall outlook of us black men because he was on everything. He was on CBS, Fox, ABC, NBC. The boy was running it up. He was on everything. Right. And I'm like, damn, Nick Cannon on everything. What the hell? He was on every show. You know what I'm saying? They right. trusted him to come in that room. He could get in any room. You know what I'm saying? For but sure. the only thing that he did wrong was... He should have known not to talk about that subject that he talked about without the other side giving an opinion. He showed his hand, is what I'll say. Yeah. And showing your hand, yeah, he showed I me, mean, I think that's what you, what you were saying. And, I, and I, I agree with that. However, the situation that it always is, it's like we say it every time I have power and I won't let the mass tell me what I can or cannot say. Yeah. But the, the thing about it is that there's certain parts of it that's not, it's always like a funnel. Like you check this box. Yeah. It's like, did you, you check this box? Yes or no. And then boom, that's automatically sends you there. It shows you that the powers that be will not allow what we're trying to do on our end. Speak on that. If there would have been another person on that, I still think he would have gotten in trouble. Nah, because they would have gave I, I, it. No, no, no. Cause uh, they would have gave their opinion. You know what I'm yeah, saying? But so when, but him, when but someone, but but when someone gives their opinion and then mm -hmm. they say, no, that's not how it is, Nick, this how it went. Mm -hmm. And then they're schooling him on the subject of this is how it went. I don't know where you mm -hmm. got that from. I think that's not accurate. But I'm from, you know, that culture and I'm from that background. And this this how, you know, it went down. You have someone on there expressing their opinion he's giving his opinion right but it was two lopsided opinions it was no one there fighting for the other side so if it, okay. if it was someone there fighting for the other side i think nick cannon would have been fine and that's what's wrong mm. with america right. it's always one-sided we don't have it, it, we don't have no don't have leaders it it's no right. leaders that's sitting up there and debating what's right or what's wrong. You have one side and then you have another side. You have Farrakhan over here saying what he needs to be saying. And then you have that other side over there saying what they saying. But no one comes together and comes in the middle and have a debate on what's right and what's wrong or what's false and what's not false. And they what's don't crazy have that. About it, you, but even you bringing up Farrakhan, even you bringing up that point right there lets me believe that even if you would have had that side, my thing is this: it would have been, it would either been fans that were signing a petition to have him shut down because this cancel culture is such a big deal. So just because he has somebody to defend it on there, people people tend to side with people tend to side with the vic victimized or, or victim of like, oh my god, I can't believe this person went onto this show and he happened to say this to them. Yeah. People would have been looking for people would have been looking for his head 
simply because he stated that. Now, that because where we're at and how we look at that, that that approach of it, whether they would have been like, no, Nick, that's not it. The fact that he said that on a show, yeah, and it showed that he's on because of where we're at and as our place, there it tends to always be ten times more scrutinized. Yeah, like you can't say that at all. If, if, if I mean, it's just I mean, yeah, of course you're speaking hypothetical because it's, it's said, it's said, it's done, it's done. Yeah, it's just more or less, it's more or less of like. We have places and placements of how we say things, and we're and that that was going to be one of the points I was going to talk about earlier in America, where yeah. we're for, we're forced to love and accept and learn history of a place that doesn't want us to know our history or how we are. Yep, that's really what it boils down to. So him saying something in an idea, even people that they talk about, you know, the indigenous people, because I, I refuse to call them Native Americans. Like, how are you native to an area that you're from? Yeah. Like that, just that alone sounds asinine to me when I say that. So, and to the indigenous people, I think about that. We talk about, you know, they have the reservations. You talk about the, the Holocaust, and they have, yep. they, you know, everybody has gotten a, some form of, uh, a re- not restitution, but like you, you got your money back. You know, what yeah. I mean, they, they got, you know, reparations. They, ex- we have reparations. Excuse me. Yeah, re- we have reparations, except for us. Except for us. Except for us. So, and that whole, and that whole stance of him saying what he was getting ready to say, whether that person was on stage or not. That person could have came out and said, I feel this way about that. I feel that how he handled that was, I, you know, I, I was shocked by my ears because I am this, that, and the third. And, you know, and people would have jumped on that bandwagon with that. Yeah. And that's, you know, it, it would have dragged out a little longer. I think him not owning Wall and Out, and it, it, it made me think about Bill Cosby. Yeah. It realistically did. I can't, and, and, and even though Bill had his situation, I still thought, you know, where he was going and what he was aiming for and when he was working towards being almost 80, the establishment of owning a station. Yep. And they blackballed him out. Because they, you know, they knew yeah. how much power he had. And that and was for a minute. Like, he was Man. trying to get a, a channel and a, and a network for a long time. Right. And they said right. no. Right. All that money that he brought to them from the Cosby, yo, it's cr- like it's so crazy exactly. how exactly. you can just be blackballed when they don't want you in. One thing you can say, you can get one thing. It's like and it's like this: we've used you to the point that we yep. need. You. It's like, and now we no longer need you. Now we no we, longer done, need you. We got you to the agenda that we needed to. Thank you very yep. much for your time. You're gone. Like, wait, what just happened? That yeah, happened. That happened. So Nick, that it did come out that he was suing Viacom, C- CBS, for one point five hmm. billion, the value of the um, Wild and Out show. But then um, talks were that he wasn't, and then Viacom, CBS was trying to work something out with Nick. Um, he could come back. He could go back to the show. They wanted yeah, him to come back. They, they want him yeah. to come back. I think it was they let him go prematurely and 100%. he has he has a fight with them to get that show and get money because he can say look i've been there for 15 years i got wrong information i know i shouldn't have said it they should have came to me and we should have talked it out no one wanted to talk it out they just fired me i didn't get you know a warning or anything i didn't do nothing in my how many years i've been with the company and they just fired me. And that right. was wrong. Which I think it was because sometimes you have to mediate some type of stuff. Sometimes you have to bring someone in that has knowledge, you know, 
with the other side, with that community. And then you have to bring in someone where he got that information from and say, where did you get this information from? And someone has to say, oh, that information is incorrect. But no one validated that information. And that's what I have a problem with. Is mm. the information wrong or is it right? Mm. Like someone has to come out and debate about this stuff. And that's what I'm saying. It's no none of these leaders want to debate about what's right and what's wrong in this history. And that's what I'm saying. We don't get enough information from nowhere to know if it's right. right information or if it's wrong information. But no one came out. Some people said, oh, that's not right. That's That came from a, a fake book. But where's the book? And let me see the information on if it was fake information. 100%. But we don't get to see that. We just peons, no. man. We little people. They want us to think that, oh, this is what happened. But no, he got it from somewhere. He just ain't just come out with it. So... To close out the pod, um, I want to talk about the reparations mm. um, that Bob Johnson um, floated in the air. So Bob Johnson, um, some people know he's the co-founder of BET. Um, his wife, Sheila Johnson, they both was founders of BET. Um, she's the real boss. Um, she came in it with real bread and, 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 and broke it down, gave him the business and taught him, you know, everything that he really knows. They were the first black billionaires. Mm. So his proposal was um, $14 trillion proposal. So he wanted to give $300,000 per descendants of slaves. So he wanted to give mm -hmm. everyone that's a descendant of slaves $300,000. So he started a conversation off of reparations on, you know, whatever. But I think that coming from him, he has no right to talk about reparations. Um, mm. BET was acquired in 2000 and 2001 by Viacom mm -hmm. for three billion. Mm -hmm. Bob was the CEO until 2006. So the point that I'm saying is, so you trying to push this number that we can be bought. That's the main problem mm. of America. They always think that we can be bought. No, I don't want to be bought. You can keep that 300,000, man. I want more than that. You know what I'm saying? You sold your company, BET, to not even your own people. So you the problem, basically. That's the problem. Nick got let go of the people that, that bought your station. So he could have had a chance if someone was of color in a higher position, you know mm. what I'm saying, of that company. Mm. If someone had to say, like, hold on, I think you shouldn't let him go. But no one is up there of color or, or have some sense of compassion, you know what I'm saying, for mm. someone yeah. that's an employee for that long. You didn't have no compassion. So reparations to me shouldn't be in a money form because we will just mm -hmm. be giving the money back to the government. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like we just, exactly. here you go. Here you go. You know, people get 300,000. They're going to fuck it off. They're going to get, go to Gucci. They're going to go to get a Lambo. They're going to do all this. All it's done. Shit. Yeah. All all the, it's, yep. it's, it's done. To me, yep. you need to create programs for us. You know what I'm saying? You need to create land. Free college tuition, 
create a create a program to to have us debt free like to be debt free of of college you know student loans and everything else right. credit cards and everything right. else that's like starting from ground up with ground. zero yeah ground up right, right like you don't have no nothing on your back you know what i'm saying or make a, a program to have business business loan opportunities more easier have special classes so we can go to for free. We we do have business loan programs for minorities, mm-hmm. but we mm-hmm. need to have a per se black, you know, business loan program where mm-hmm. it's teaching us, you know, how to get a loan. I'm not saying making uh, it easier, but you know what I'm sure. saying, like processing it, showing yeah. how to process to get a loan. Yeah, no, I, I, you know what? Any, I didn't think about that. Uh, what I did think about. Because he just said it was a specific, uh, specific descendant of, of slaves, or just in general, just showing black people how to get, or just giving black people money. I would more or less be inclined to to talk about shares and stock. Yeah, that way they can still diversify it or do whatever they want with it. But we'll give you guys shares. These are these are your, these are open shares to whatever. I don't care if it's penny stocks or whatever it is. Just saying, we're gonna give you stock, and you can put it into wherever you want to, whether it be. You want to invest in Tesla or yeah. cryptocurrency or whatever, but this is your wealth and stock. Yeah, make it easy. Make it easy for sure. And that, and then because then at this at the point, because that like you said, not everybody's going to make it. I mean, let's just be real. There's there's people that whether they know the knowledge or not, always want the shortcut, always yeah. want the the back door, always want the um, and you know, so so inevitably there's going to be a percentage of that group that's going to actually succeed and use it to the value that they're supposed to. Yeah. And there's going to be one trying to pan it out and get money from it and do something else with it because I don't want to deal with stock. Okay, well, somebody's going to buy it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You can't, I mean, regardless of it, a person's choice, it's just having the option to make the choice. Yeah. That's really what it is. Yeah, and I think by creating programs, they need to create program um, to push more black history taught in all mm-hmm. of school, from elementary, mm-hmm. middle school mm-hmm. on up, so everyone can know the history about Black history, and then and be aware of it. Yeah, and then create more programs to have more people of color in higher positions. So, right. the Nick Cannon situation, someone was up there in that higher position of color, or just have people up there with compassion to someone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just like, oh, no, nah, mm-hmm. just don't let him go. He did a lot for this company. Like, yo, let us work with him or whatever. Like, just with right. that, more more, more people of color in higher positions. Like, I know it's some industries that, that are doing that and are making moves, but just like in the NFL or the NBA or whatever, like, you don't have that. There's a lot of no, right. no black head coaches or whatever, like, and and they put in the Rooney rule where oh you gotta interview just one person of color, right. but damn, right. not just hire. one, not not hire, yeah. not hire, just the interview, just the interview. It's just crazy yeah. how how you look at all of these things. But I just don't think money is going to solve everything because people are not good with money. You need to give something else other than money. Give Absolutely. people give other people more voices to speak or it's so many things that, that you can incorporate with these reparations. And I don't think it just should be one thing. I think they should create multiple programs under this. So if someone don't want a business loan, Oh, 
I can just pick, you know, free college tuition or to be debt free or can pick, try to get some land or whatever. Like, I think it should be multiple avenues of reparations that we can just, you know, go to. And, and that's and that but that right there creates what you're creating at that point right there is levels to something where we go. That goes back to the initial conversation. You're changing the dynamics of a system. Yeah, you're changing. You're changing the control. You're changing. They're no longer in, in, in control or driving. And that's the scarcity of it. The unknown yeah. is the oblivious. The, the unknown is that they don't know what happens then. They cannot. They can't dictate nor control at that point. They more lose control, and the value of things shift, currency and all, yep. businesses and all, values and all, because now they're no longer saying we can overpopulate the inner cities with, with police because there's not enough money or things in that area to to suffice. So people are fighting, stealing, and in low income housing places. So of course we put three cops as opposed to one cop. In this area, of course, you're going to have more arrests. Yeah, because they're fighting over what what's already at hand, what's already at stake. You give somebody an equal opportunity to do something, they're less likely to have that probability. That's why you, you go out to these nice areas, you don't see that many police officers out there. Nope. You don't see that you know the, those type of drive drive throughs with the cops and and and, and homelessness. No, you're not. No, you don't see that. It's when you get to the to the areas of the, the the inner cities or the the low the low income housing or the even the small left of the middle class the little bit percent of the the, 12, the two and a half percent of the middle class that is left yeah. are starting to feel are starting to feel the effects and see see their their property and their land um, their housing area drop a hundred thousand in value yep. because of because of their area. So with that, people, episode ten is a wrap. Thank you, JJ. Man, it's a blessing, man. You know what thank I'm saying? you. The, the come I on the pod. We're going to get into thank this you. presidential pod as well coming up. So, you know, stay tuned, people. One. Hey, man. Hey, man. Thank, thank you. So, that was episode 10 Racism and COVID. I'd like to give a special shout out to my boy, my special guest, my brother, JJ. AKA J Yo Robo. And like I said in this episode, we will have another episode before the election talking about everything going on, you know, politic wise. So, until the next time, people, stay safe, give respect, and show love. One. Make sure you go listen to all old and new NBC podcast episodes on all podcasting platforms. And please go to www.nothingbutconvos.com for the latest apparel.